I mostly saw this stuff that Gabe Newell said about uh, crypto and NFTs. Oh, what did he say? I don't know. He banned all NFTs from Steam, saying that they're predominantly a scam. God, Gabe Newell fucking rules. <laughs> like, for all of the things that you hear that maybe... It makes me wonder sometimes when you hear negative press about Steam or Valve or business practices, if it's just because Gabe didn't get the memo. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it really seems like Gabe Newell is an okay person. And right. all of the issues that people have with Steam is from him being too hands off. Right, right, right. Where he's like, he wants people to do stuff or he wants people to have their own creative input or own decision making on things. And yeah, not Valve's wanting to deal with the repercussions of whatever that means. Yeah, Valve's whole company is basically like it's all of the directive comes from like the employee level on up. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, we don't do anything that the employees don't decide they want to do first. Right, yeah. Which is why they haven't made a game, because <laughs> nobody wants to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard some I heard some things that sort of sucked when they were doing VR stuff, because somebody had this really cool... This was around the time that the Oculus was coming out. They wanted to push this technology forward, and this, this woman was basically pushed out of the company because they're like, yeah, give me a billion-dollar idea. This is only hundreds of millions. But, like, because they had the whole plan set up, and it was only going to be, like, a couple hundred million in terms of net profit at the end of the day. And the, they were kind of, like, pushed out of the room, more or less, being like, mm. nah, it's not a billion-dollar idea. <laughs> so, and when I heard that, I was like, man, that that's that's sad to hear. Uh but but then you hear Gabe, like Gabe always seems to do something nice. Like he always has, I don't know. I, I know it's a marketing thing. It's a marketing ploy, right? Like they're a hand delivering Steam decks to people and some guy, some kids, I guess, in the apartment next door stuck their head out the door and was like, whoa, Gabe, what's up? And Gabe's like, how many people live here? And he, they said, whatever. And he's like, all right, hang on. He went to the truck and grabbed a bunch more Steam decks and handed them to to the people. <laughs> it was all being filmed. So it's going to be some promo PR piece, but it's still, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah, the the quotes are actually like total fire. It's it's kind of awesome. <laughs> so the uh, in an interview with Rock Paper Shotgun, I'm reading off of a, an IGN uh, article off of it now. OK, uh, in an interview with Rock Paper Shotgun, Newell noted that it's important to separate NFT technology from nefarious users. The concepts of digital ownership and shared universes are fine by themselves, he said. But he thinks that the bad actors in the NFT community outweigh any of the potential positives. The quote is, the people in the space, though, tend to be involved in a lot of criminal activity and a lot of sketchy behaviors. So it's much more about the actors than it is about the underlying technology. Yeah. I then he that's... goes on to say, as for, uh, he said, a vast majority of crypto transactions on Steam were fraudulent. Where wow. While fraud isn't something that can be completely eliminated, ideally, fraud cases should only contribute a couple percent of overall transactions. However, to have fraud constitute half of all crypto transactions, he said that's just out of control, right? <laughs> and then this is the kicker. This is the, this is the most amazing quote of the entire thing. As for the concept of digital ownership and the metaverse, Newell brought up Final Fantasy XIV. 
in a separate interview with PC Gamer. Most of the, here's the quote, okay? Most of the people who are talking about Metaverse have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) And they've apparently never played an MMO. (laughs) They're like, oh, you'll have this customizable avatar. And it's like, all right, well, go into Final (laughs) Fantasy XIV and tell me this isn't a solved problem from a decade ago. Not some fabulous thing that you're, you know, inventing. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean... NFTs, I, 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 we didn't understand them. We still don't understand them. And now Gabe's like, no, listen, I understand it completely, and they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pro, like I've said this from the beginning. The problem with NFTs is that you think you don't understand them, but you because do. <laughs> everything that you've heard about them doesn't make sense. But you actually do understand them, and they just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh man, that makes me really happy actually. It's a it's a fun bit. Anyway, welcome to the retro breakdown. Gabe Newell hates NFTs. So Steam won't have them and neither will Final Fantasy 14. And if you think you see him on the street, say his name cuz he might give you a Steam Deck. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently the Steam Deck isn't that good. I don't I didn't read any reviews about it. I have no idea. It looks cool. What's 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 the what what are you hearing? I literally I saw a headline this morning and did not click on it. I, so I don't know. So don't take anything that right, I say well, about it to heart at all. I'm going to pretend. But it said something then. along the lines of like Steam Deck, not quite there yet or not not quite enough or something like that. I feel like it's probably it might be referring to the fact that there's a bunch of games that haven't been verified or something like that, because I, I know that they're doing there's like a verification process to make sure that they work properly on the Steam Deck. So maybe they're talking about the library as a whole. Yeah, I don't could know. be. Yeah, I, I don't have any details. It was just like it was a it was a headline that um, it, implied it did something negative. It, it grabbed your attention, not enough to click on it, but it grabbed your attention where where you were willing to 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 repeat it to yes. other people. The real the the reality is it doesn't actually matter because whether the Steam Deck is good or not, I probably won't buy one. Oh, I thought you were going to say it doesn't actually matter because in a year, Steam will pretend it doesn't exist anyways. <laughs> I mean, that may also be true. I don't know. But it doesn't it doesn't matter to me because that's not a product for me. I think it's really cool. I was I have like one quote unquote pre-ordered, but that's like putting a five dollar deposit on something. Oh, yeah. Um, But I haven't I haven't decided if I'm going to get it because I don't know if I want it or if it's something that I would need or use. So my thought for keeping it was that if the actually it came about because you know how there's that harry potter game coming out oh yeah like like the open world action rpg or whatever yeah 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 uh so it said that it was multiplayer so she's and i were talking about playing it her laptop and my laptop are too old to be able to run it properly so we were thinking we could get the steam deck then we could upgrade my computer because my computer is really old so there's Mm. some games like i want to be able to play the new um uh what the heck starfield the game oh, that's yeah, yeah, allegedly yeah. coming out in November 22nd. Um, and so I was like, well, I, I want to build a new computer. And then if you had the Steam Deck, maybe we could then both play the, the Harry Potter game. Yeah. So I'm holding on to the reservation in case it looks promising overall. But otherwise, aside from that, I don't have a huge need for it because I don't do that much mobile gaming. And even when I do, like if I were to travel on a plane, I probably wouldn't bring my Steam Deck just because then I have to deal with having my Steam Deck on vacation, which seems uh, unnecessary. I don't even bring my Switch. Like the few times I've flown 
with the Switch. Like, I've owned the Switch, but I just left it at home because, like, I'm not going to use this enough to be bothered. I can just play something on my phone for a few hours when I'm doing, like, in between yeah. stuff or just, I don't know, read or – most planes are equipped with uh, – like a screen to watch shows. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. And I like watching movies, so I can watch. I in fact, I usually when I think about the length of time on a plane, I I think of how many feature length movies I can watch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I can watch two or four movies this flight. Great. <laughs> I don't like. I thought that having the switch on a plane would be like the best thing because you can just settle in with like a long game and just get a lot of make a lot of progress in it. Yeah. And I'm just not comfortable enough on an airplane. To, like, I, I always, I open it up and I try to start playing something. It's just like, you know, I don't have the elbow room. I don't have the, like, I'm just not comfortable enough. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, no. So I just, like, it never ends up happening. I either have to, like, have it down in my lap where, like, my whole body's kind of scrunched up. But, like, the kickstand doesn't really work, so it always falls over. And it's so flimsy, I'm afraid it's just going to snap off the back. Yeah, yeah, you got to buy, you got to buy the, the, the swold the the switch OLED for uh for that new kickstand where it's like the whole back of it or whatever. Oh yeah. That would I, be significantly better. I, I do enjoy the SWOLD acronym. <laughs> I I haven't heard it, but it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I, um, but yeah, I like problem... I that is one of those yeah. things where like, man, I wish that I could like play games on a plane. Yeah. yeah but exactly. it just never really quite works out well for me. I, I so when I traveled as a kid, I remember I, I didn't have a Game Boy until Game until the Ice Blue Game Boy Pocket came out. Stick in your pocket. But um, I had a Game Gear, and I had like this suitcase for the Game Gear with all of the various peripherals and stuff, like a licensed suitcase. I mean, I remember bringing that onto a plane, and there wasn't like I had a battery pack, but there was nowhere to plug in the battery pack. So I had you know sixteen batteries in case the, in case the batteries died while we were flying, and I. I you know, I was younger, and uh, the games weren't digital, so you had the cases, and then you had the game in the case. And I, I remember we were getting off the plane. I was like, "Dad, Dad, I left, I left, I left the game on the plane." And he's like, "Oh well, let's go back." And thankfully, at that time, you could just, you know, it wasn't a big deal. You just walk back to the gate. Yeah, yeah. The plane was there, and like, oh yeah, go check it out. And there it was. It was sitting in the back of the seat, still there with the, the case and everything. But it's uh, that at least that, I, I would imagine for most kids traveling with a digital device like the switch or something having having all those games be digital is nice because then you only have to remember to grab the console instead of all of the the stuff that would be with it yeah yeah well yeah the, the yeah Sumac... i like my my leave a game on the uh i think you know my leave a oh, game yeah, on a plane yeah, story I do. yeah because it was uh it was when we were on the way back from korea and we had a connecting flight in shanghai which I have talked about my experience at the Shanghai airport in a previous podcast. In fact, yeah. named the podcast for it. Shanghai airport is in the name of that podcast. <laughs> um, I think it's the Yoshi story one. I don't remember anymore. Um, I mean, they all bleed together, to be honest. It's fair. The people that I, I have a better podcast. idea of them because I'm always looking at the episode list and, and tracking metrics uh, and stuff. So true. I see the names of all of them a lot more often. Yeah, like I, I imagine there's people... 
maybe one or two <laughs> have listened to like every podcast and we tell a story as if it's our first time telling it and they're sitting there going, yep, yep, I can finish this story for you. Yep. <laughs> That's definitely happened at least a couple times. I don't even know that I haven't told this story on the podcast before. I mean, we but probably the, the talked short about it version the of it is one. I left my 3DS, which was like a limited edition Persona Q 3DS. It's a nice looking system. It is. I like it, even though I don't really play anything on 3DS anymore. But I uh, I left it on the plane in Shanghai and Leong was still living in China at the time. Yep. And I was actually going to Shanghai for, a, a, I think, a job interview. And I told him about it and he was like, I'll go. Uh, I'll check. I'll, I'll check if you can send like a if you can send like a letter or something saying that you own it and that it's OK for me to claim it. <laughs> and he went to the he went to the uh, the airport in Shanghai and talked to the China Eastern reps and got my 3DS back and shipped it back from China with a little note with a little note. That's the, the little note is is the best part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's it's I've, so like, I've, I was I was like, I'm never going to see that again. Like, how am I even going to how am I even going to navigate getting that back? From a Chinese airline at an airport in China. I mean, you weren't. Like, without the, the, literally having a friend, a close friend in China who was going to that city within, like, a couple of weeks of that happening. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. No way that should have worked out that way, but it did. That's pretty cool. Anyway, what are you up to this week? There's a, there's a, there's a ton of stuff I feel like to talk about, and I don't want to spend... Like two hours in the first half of the podcast talking about stuff, but there is news. Um, did you see the Pokemon announcement today? I did see the Pokemon announcement, and just it looks this like it's, it looks like it's going to be the Pokemon the 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 kind of Arceus style where it's. Open it looks kind Pokemon of open, are... right? Yeah, if that's the case, I'm all for it. Because playing Pokemon, dude, I don't know if you've played Arceus at all, or if you've just watched Jesse play a little bit. But it is so cool. It's like the dream I always had of Pokemon where you're just walking around a world and you and you and you just you just battle the Pokemon or you catch the Pokemon and there's no transition really. I mean there's yeah, a transition yeah. state where you're now in battle, but it's you can still walk around like your character can get yeah. blasted by the enemy Pokemon's attack. It doesn't really hurt you once you're in combat, but it knocks you on your ass and it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um I have heard that uh I've heard people say that like the the big thing about Arceus is just like speed. It just yeah. speeds up the game so much. People are people have said like you can just fight a po like if you're just running around on the field, you can fight a Pokemon on the field without stopping. Yeah. You just kind of drop your Pokemon yeah, you and do, do you, your you, battle, you, so, but you just keep running. Yeah, you 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 just throw well, you don't you don't once once you've committed to combat, you, there's like a ring, but there's like an area but then you can run outside of that if you want to. Like, you're like, I don't want to fight this. Like, you don't have to press the escape button. You can just yeah, walk yeah. away. Um, so, like, I haven't I haven't touched it at all. Um, Jesse played it a little bit the first week it came out, but I don't think she got very far. Yeah. But it does seem like, much like with any, with any other Pokemon thing, it seems like the only people who hate it are Pokemon fans. <laughs> and everyone else thinks it's super cool. I like, yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm Arceus is like the hundred percent step in the, the right direction. And I hope, I hope that, that the, the combat and the way the world work 
stay that way going forward and never and never ever goes back the the only thing i might say is it seems like the damage which i don't really have a problem with this but i could see where people might have a problem if they're trying to do competitive pokemon battles but i'm laughing only because that seems comical to me it always has although i know a lot of people love it yeah um, it's it's a like the competitive side of things is big for a lot of people and once i heard the stuff that goes into it i was like oh i hate i this makes me dislike all of pokemon yep so my like, nature more is to than min -max. i did before like my nature is to min max stuff in 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 rpgs especially so when i found out what that actually entails it's like oh i think i hate pokemon now and once i realized oh i don't have to care about battles like i don't need to have the best team then i enjoyed that's how i that's like why i think i enjoyed sword and shield is that it was the first time that i played a game after knowing that stuff and realized i don't i don't have i don't care at all what the what the competitive side is like i'm just going to enjoy the the game i still sometimes get a little bit <laughs> there's a part of me when you know i see a a, a nature that's the nature I don't want because it gives 10% less special attack or attack, which are pretty much the only two <laughs> stats besides speed that I've ever cared about. Right, right. And so that sort of is annoying. But when you actually look at how much we're talking about, it's usually not that big of a deal. But what I was yeah. going to say in Arceus is the, the damage seems really, it seems super high. Like most every battle I was in, I would one-shot a Pokemon or the Pokemon would then one-shot my pokemon or like take it down to you know 70 or 30 uh, percent life or whatever so i don't know how that will be once if they keep those kind of numbers in place for the new one but i don't think they were trying to worry about it or balance it or whatever when they made this since there is no multiplayer in in arceus mm -hmm. um but yeah that was cool i thought that was neat that was i was i was pleasantly surprised and it's coming out later this year yeah, so I, I saw that and I was like, first of all, it looks really good. It does look like they took cues from Arceus. So I don't know how much that's a lot of people who have talked about Arceus seem to have like it, the thing that I see a lot of is like this is this adds a lot of this it adds a lot of new stuff. It makes a lot of changes to Pokemon that they could have and should have made like 10 20 years ago yeah like it is a it is a welcome evolution in the series in a very positive direction and also um it looks bad like <laughs> apparently it looks really bad people like you know people have been bagging on the graphics which in a weird way makes me like it more because i'm like who cares yeah, I mean, the whole Switch is a, I mean, as a console, the graphics are kind of shrugged most of the time. There, you get yeah. the occasional game that looks really good. I, I guess, I think it has something to do with me, us growing up when games looked the way that they did. And I always enjoyed, I've enjoyed RPGs for a really long time. So I'm okay to look, like start a thing up, compartmentalize, oh, I'm playing this on the Switch, not some not not a not a ps4 or ps5 or whatever and be like okay let's look at how this like it's easy for me to say wow this is pretty in this scenario or in this setting and is 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 pokemon arceus super pretty no is it kind of even ugly compared to other switch games mm, yeah sure but does it do its job i think so i think it's good yeah. enough for what it is and it's clearly a stopgap title yeah like 
It was like well, a it, proof of concept almost for what they're doing next because it, it, there wasn't. We even joked about how there there wasn't two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it feels like? It feels okay. So this is a, this is sort of a deep cut, but in between Persona Four and Persona Five, um, Atlas created a new engine mm-hmm. and they made Catherine. Oh yeah, yeah. And Catherine was this weird throwaway game, but they had these characters running in this new system and the characters looked pretty good and they had them do little cinematic cutscenes and everything. And, and it, you know, it's a short game and it's the gameplay is just, you know, it's fun block pushing, but it's just a big block pushing puzzle. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's throwaway, but like the gameplay itself is not crazy important. Right. But it was kind of considered their tech demo for like, Hey, we've got this new, We've got this new engine, we've got these new models, and we'll probably make the new Persona game based on the technology that we're kind of testing out here. Yeah. So that kind of feels like, you know, it could be, we haven't seen anything, really, of uh, of this new uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, yep. which, okay. Sure. The, the, that, that's, that's, a, okay. that's a weird red and blue, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're they were running out of ideas for <laughs> for for opposite titles for a long time. Not necessarily opposite, but you know, uh what would be the word? Yeah. Something... Naming conventions. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was gemstones for a while. It was, yep. And then it was just for a long other while, and then it was just other opposing colors. They just did black and white for a while. Yep. And then, they were like, and then it was know. like and sword and shield. And then we got sword and shield where everyone was expecting like, where is the definitive third edition Pokemon gun? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like feel like that game's not coming out anywhere but America. <laughs> That's basically how it works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> we haven't gun. seen anything oh. of this, but what we have seen, it definitely like. Before they announced it as being like a new um, as being like a new mainline entry, (laughs) I was looking at it and I was like, oh, is this the second Arceus game? Like, are they are they making? Oh, right. Yeah. Like, is is this going to be like the second version or like a DLC or because it looked like that, the models and the and the movement and everything. Like, it looked sort of open and free like Arceus. Now, I don't know if it's going to be. They may still, they may still consider the, um, they may still consider the, you know, the sort of Pokemon Legends to be, that's the one that's more sort of like active and, and open and, and free movement and fast and all of that. But like mainline Pokemon games still have to be slow and plotting and methodical. Mm hmm. I don't know, but it would be kind of cool to see them take some of the lessons learned and some of the things that people say that they liked from Arceus and apply them to an actual mainline game. I think that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Time I, will I, tell. I sent you a <laughs> a photo. You from, sure uh, did. F- that that would definitely be the 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 legendary Pokemon and Pokemon Gun. <laughs> what is this from? This is the the I suppose spoilers Gun Devil from uh, Chainsaw Man. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> that looks about right. 
Because Pokemon Gun would be that would be just as out of place as a title being Pokemon Gun. Absolutely, yes, one hundred percent. Also, I really wish when Nintendo would make titles that are named all game companies that they would just come out and say, "Here's how you're supposed to say this game." Oh, I know, right? Because like I looked up some article and the the it was a Polygon article from when the game was coming out, and they were saying how in Japan it said Arceus. And then in yep. English, it's Arceus. And then you're saying Arceus. And then when I first heard it, I was like, I think I said it the way that you were saying. It's like, I don't know how to say it. Can you please just have, here's how, just, just say the name one time clearly. Just, yes. just, just for all of us. So it's so annoying to me because I want to say it right. And then it's, then I'm not sure. And then, then yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a, this is a problem that just continues from when we were younger and there wasn't like, and all of the names in every RPG was like, Oh, no one is ever saying this out loud. So everyone pronounces it differently. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and, and then you just kind of chalked it up to that's fine. Right. There's, it's not easy to tell people the name of things in text, unless you're uh, someone that studies how languages are pronounced right when right you're good at doing the, the 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 phonetic spelling of things you know with the upside down letters and weird looking symbols and stuff so so that's cool whatever but now it's very easy they could at the they could just say it they could literally just be like here's how to say it clearly and not not as part of a sentence <laughs> right but yeah i'm completely with you because it's like no one knows how to say this and everyone i've heard like at least five different pronunciations of it <laughs> And, and at this point, like, I almost stopped caring what the proper way is because it's yeah, like, just... whatever, everyone's just going to say it differently anyway. <laughs> you know, just I... call it Pokemon Legends. Just... <laughs> just... It actually would have been fine. Just that would have been fine. It would have been easier. <laughs> I don't even the know what our... I don't even know what the actual Pokemon itself has to do with the story. I assume because it's supposed to be like the God Pokemon. Yeah, God Poke that you can only catch after collecting all the other Pokemon. That like I I assume because of the storyline of that game that it has something to do with it being like the sort of progenitor god. Because uh, well, this I don't is know. sort of I like beat- the dawn of Pokemon being used by or being like integrated into human society. I, I so I, I beat the game, the main story, and I have no clue. They don't talk about it at all. Okay, great. <laughs> they they mostly focus on uh, what what Pal- Palkia and Dialga or whatever I don't know the the, the really dumb looking Pokemon on the cover of oh the the uh, like time and space and... ones yes yeah that's mostly what they talk about all right um, sure <laughs> as as a as a young boy when the Diamond and Pearl came out I had no hopes of ever seeing the the Palkia one as anything but like a penis. Because if you look at it from the mm. side, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. It's really it's really just... Because it's even got, like, the big ball thing. No, <laughs> right yeah, that's fair. At the base of it. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Um, I, I have now ruined uh, Jigglypuff in the same manner. Because in Melee, we, we paused the game and had it sideways one time. We're like, dude, dude, just look at the top of Jigglypuff's head, all right? The way that it's just sitting, it looks it looks really, really goofy. Uh, but that's that's the power of being a <laughs> a teenage boy, I suppose. <laughs> that's that helps, yes. <laughs> but but now it's stuck with me forever. Where I'm 35 and I see it and I still go, and I still get like a little chuckle. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like, like <laughs> we all have stuff like that. 
where we made the we made the dumb teenage joke and then it just never left because it was funny then and then like it doesn't matter if it's still funny now we just remember it still it being funny the first time and that's and that's what makes us still be like eh. yeah <laughs> so the other things in the Pokemon Direct, I don't care about any of them, so we don't have to talk about, about that. Anymore. I didn't even see anything else, honestly. <laughs> was I, there a direct? A, I like only a saw the trailer. Direct. Yeah, no, it was a thirteen-minute direct. I think. Oh, so the beginning of it. Actually, that's not entirely true. There was a Pikachu, like a animatronic-looking stuffed Pikachu at the start of the direct, and I was like, "Are they gonna? Are they? Are they gonna unveil a new toy? Because that thing looks adorable. Where it looks kind of lifelike, and then it seemed like it was voice activated, where it said Pikachu." At the end, I don't know. Uh, but then they didn't bring it up again, so I, was, I, I have no clue what that was about. But aside from that, it was just updating Pokemon Masters, which I guess is a phone game. I don't know. Pokemon Cafe, which is the Switch and phone game. The Pokemon MOBA, which, well... Oh, Unite? Unite? Yeah, that is that what it's called? I think so. I honestly... I don't know. And then Pokemon I've Go. already So it was forgotten. mostly those, those types of things, like all the phone and... Uh, the things that Holy they make crap, an insane I forgot there was a Pokemon MOBA. And yeah. it came out like within the like last year, year and a lot of people played it when it came out. But like, I super forgot that existed at all. Yeah. So most of it was spent talking about the, the things that make them a, a continuous stream of money constantly from people yeah. buying microtransactions and that yeah. stuff. That's, uh, and then, yep. then they dropped the, the, the Scarlet and Violet trailer, which at first I was like, oh, is this, is this Detective Pikachu? I wasn't sure because they, they started with like the night guard like a real person walking through i guess the game freak office and i was like no it's too it's too b quality for it to be um an actual movie so it quickly removed my thought of it being like it was almost immediate that's like oh no this won't be detective pikachu but i had a a, a little bit of hope because i would like to see the continuation of that i guess the movie didn't do very well i don't know um but the game was the game was cute and i would have been happy seeing more of it but yeah. then then revealing a mainline pokemon game is is <laughs> i think definitively the better outcome of that or pikachu 2 or detective pikachu 2 so overall pretty neat so you were mentioning a bunch of other things going on what what is what is uh oh i mean elden ring came out this week it did did you did nope. you watch anything or any yeah I mean, no because i like i'm interested so i am going to play it but i'm not day one interested because there's other things that i'm day one interested in that are coming out like within the next week or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, I was going to buy it day one. I was going to play it, but then I had some work I needed to do at, like, Friday morning. I was like, well, there's no point in buying it day one if I can't binge it all night. I'm not buying it anymore. So I just yep. shrugged my I was going to say, you didn't go. buy it day one, so I guess you're not playing Elden Ring ever. <laughs> so I'm probably never playing Elden Ring. <laughs> but I'll enjoy watching you play it at some point. <laughs> I think that, like, if I had to guess, Elden Ring is... So, first of all, my PC apparently can't run Elden Ring. Your PC can't? Apparently not. It has, like, suspiciously high processor requirements. Oh, well, then I would I would have no hope in hell of playing. I, I guess I could play it on the PS4, but I imagine that's got to be really ugly. Apparently, it's not worse than the than the PC. <clears throat> oh, okay, cool. Um, I, The PC port... I mean... I don't know. Your mileage may vary. I've heard people say it runs fine with no issues. I've heard other people say like they have top end systems with a 3090 and a top end processor and they're getting frame rate drops. Yeah. I don't know what that means, right? Like 
does it mean frame rate drops like as they look at them like it's supposed to be running at 150 frames but now it's 120 <laughs> it could be it could be i <laughs> like, have seen um i've seen some pretty bad stuttering oh the type of okay. stuff that like, i did hear that actually that they that they released a day one patch or not, maybe not day one but like over the yesterday i guess right it's only sunday oh my god my days are bleeding together um, yeah i know the the uh where they released some sort of patch to address a handful of those issues i don't know yeah there's a lot of uh there's a lot of of patches coming out and i like fromsoft has a track record of pc ports that come out kind of choppy and that oh, get okay. you know get sort of improved over time japanese developers in general generally develop for console and port to pc sure whereas yeah. some like a lot of other developers develop for pc and port to console right so for games like for FromSoft games, for like Monster Hunter, for, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff, uh, the PC ports tend to come out in a sort of spotty condition and they right. eventually get fixed up and and patched over time. Uh, people are also complaining about how the uh, there is an anti cheat software that is making it very difficult to mod the game. Mm, OK. And usually one of the first things that come when a game comes out is people go in through the code and they start just fan patching all of the problems (laughs) and fixing all of the mistakes themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's apparently now difficult to do is. Well, wait, what's the anti cheat for? Is there online components to Elden Ring? Yeah. Same as there is the same. It's the same sort of multiplayer thing as Dark Souls, where you can like invade other players or you can go through co-op and stuff like that. All right, so it's warranted. It's not like a Square's, you must log into your Square account to play Final Fantasy VII that you purchased on Steam. Right, yeah, no. It's, uh, it is definitely, like, there. there is a multiplayer component that is... That would be, that's ripe for abuse. Because yes. there's plenty of people that would absolutely uh, get their jollies by having an invincible character ruin your day. Yes. Yeah, especially since it is an idea, like, since the multiplayer idea is Invasion, where it's like, I'm going to jump into your game and prevent you from making progress in your game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it is literally griefing. That is, it's, it's, I was gonna say, it's pretty much just, it's just griefing as the online mode. But they can't call it griefing. (laughs) Right, but But it totally is. is. It's just griefing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I do like in, in some ways I like that they have, uh, they've apparently made it so that you have to be playing in co-op with another person in order to be invaded by another player, like unprompted. Wait, 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 wait. In co-op, meaning you're playing with someone else already, or you're in the mode co-op, which allows another person to join. From my understanding... You have to be playing with another player in co-op. So if someone comes in and invades, they are coming into a two-on-one. Dude, that's rad as hell. I didn't know you could play at co-op. Yeah, like, so every Souls game has had a sort of co-op mode. Right, yeah, yeah. Because what you can do is you can summon in a friend and, like, the summons are supposed to be temporary. And generally, right. you summon people in to like help you with a boss or something. Yeah, yeah. Wait, can, but if you put down that? your sign in the right place, you can just have a friend summon in, and they go with you. They, you know, they go with you through an area, and then when you beat a boss, they will like return back to their own world. 
mm-hmm. but then you can just summon them in again in the next area. Oh, it's okay. weird and obtuse, but like there is essentially a full co-op mode in every game. Okay, is is that's a little different than what I was thinking. Is is Elden Ring pretty much the same as I mean, you don't know cuz you haven't played it out. My understanding is it's about the same. Ah, okay, okay. So you watch... have a you have someone in there who's playing with you that's uh that is a that's a friendly person and if you are basically playing through the game in two player co-op, then and only then can you be like unprompted invaded by another player who can okay. come in and grief you. But in that case, like they're coming in to attack you to try to win a two on one. So it's at least in a lot of ways, that's not a griefing system then anymore, because it's more of like, a oh, I want to prove how much better I am than somebody else. Yeah, I, it's to me, it's still like you're still trying to impede someone's progress. Sure. Of course. Of course. I just mean that it, does, it feels better. It, yeah. it, to me, that feels it feels. I mean, I wouldn't be doing either because I don't really I mean, I, I would love playing those kind of games with a friend and just playing through it, the mm-hmm. whole thing as a co-op experience. But as I'm not the type of person to go invade somebody's. Game. Yeah, I've never really yeah. understood the the benefit I've done. Like I try doing a little bit of PVP, but it's mostly just annoying. Yeah. And there are there's a there's a weird difference between like consensual PVP because there are certain areas where you can just like summon people in to have like, let's rumble. Yeah. There's certain areas where there's just summon signs where it's like, hey, let's have a duel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that. But there are other times when you're just trying to go through the game and get to a boss. And all of a sudden it's like, here comes a new challenger. And it's like, I don't want this right now. Please no. <laughs> Especially if you're in the middle of doing stuff. Yeah. No, it's so so anyway i play souls games offline generally yeah um which you know which removes all of the uh removes all of that multiplayer component which is good for me but also removes things like blood stains and messages yeah that's that's sad because which is kind of a cool component even though like 90 percent of messages are trolling messages also but that's the, those are the best kind of trolling message. Like, right. Like that, to me, those trolls are, that's fun because they, that, that is where a lot of creativity will make you laugh later or question what you're doing. Like to me, that's, that's, that's kind of where we talked about fun trolling. And I feel like those messages or the bloodstains were the perfect example of, of that a lot of times, since it's not really harmful. I mean, I suppose they could write nasty stuff, but hopefully then it's not trolling anymore. Then it's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. So that's too bad that that's removed. Like, I wish there was a way to play Bloodstains, but I don't want to have someone talk to me. Like, I mean, I don't want to get invaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the game that I want, too, and that game doesn't exist. (laughs) So, You know what's funny? The the other reason I was a little bit turned off from Elden Ring is that the last weekend, so the weekend of the the 19th or whatever, 18th, 20th or something, I guess a bunch of big streamers were given early copies or like they're Red Bull streamers. I don't know. Uh, so there was a guy that plays Dota that was streaming Elden Ring. So I watched him play it for like five minutes. I was like, oh, it looks, it's faster. That's cool. But I genuinely was annoyed that all of these people were playing the game like a week early just to advertise. And I know that's just how it works. Like I, I get yeah. that. But there was a part of me that was just eh, sort of annoyed. Like, oh, cool. These guys get to play the game a week early for to 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 help market it i guess to people because that's just the just like the world that we live in that now. is and, that and is how the, it go yeah the, the 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 old man in me was 
just you know yelling at clouds basically like oh that's real cool great i'm so happy these people get to play you know a cool game weeks early because the the they they're popular on the internet <laughs> i mean that's i i like i aspire to be that person so i can't be mad at it that's but if just it was how you, it then works. i wouldn't care then i would be excited because it was you so it's they it's, are it's, essentially they are essentially filming a commercial yeah that's what i mean that's it's just the same thing as giving it to uh, gaming journalists yeah or magazines early when they had their early co- I, I, it's it's not a real thing that i was actually frustrated by but there was just that part of me my first reaction was not oh cool i get to see someone play the game it was oh that's lame that they get to play it a week early you know it's you like know what oh I'm yeah it's, you're so special <laughs> right there was how there nice was, for you it was just like the grumpy human in me that was was annoyed by it rather than usually being excited but i think it's also probably because i was looking for an excuse not or to like be annoyed by the game to not play it because I was only excited about it for the hype. And so it was, I think it was more of that than anything else. Because if somebody was playing, I don't know, we'll see. Because I'm sure it's going to happen a lot, lot more as yeah. as more games come out. Like, a, you know, like we were talking about Starfield. Like people are going to have that weeks early too, I, I would imagine. Oh yeah, this has been happening for like five years. I guess, I guess I've, I've never really paid that much attention to it because I pretty much only use Twitch to watch people play Dota or you and the the crossover from Dota streamer wasn't, I guess, big enough to be to warrant uh, getting early copies of games. But since this person was part of, basically, he was on a team that was sponsored by Red Bull, and they were like the first team to win the the huge Dota tournament twice. So he has a you know a large contract, and Red mm-hmm. Bull seemed like they were doing the sponsoring of the the Elden Ring, or they were in cahoots at least because it was like Red Bull Gaming or whatever. Um, so then it came up. So I actually, I did not realize, I mean, I guess I knew it if I thought about it for any length of time, but I didn't think about it at all. So it was just like, oh yeah, this is, this is happening. Right. Of course they're going to give tons of streamers the, the, cause usually I would think of it as only being the biggest streamers, whoever, whoever that is these days, not just, you know, someone that gets 8,000 viewers, which of course right. on the, the big, the, the grand scheme of Twitch, 8,000 is a lot when right, the majority right, right. of people have 10. If they're concurrent. Zero. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, whereas usually I thought about those people being the ones that get, I don't know, who, I don't know who's big anymore. I have no idea. But the, there's the a lot people, of them. There's yeah, a, like there's if, a lot of people that pull like a lot of attention, and yeah, like increasingly you'll see, you know, depending like it goes on down. Like you've got the you've got the huge companies with the huge games. They mm-hmm. go after the huge streamers, but then like on down, like I can get pre-release access to like certain indie games. Oh, if yeah, I just I, go I mean, in I even, and if I just go bit. in and I'm like, hey, I'll uh, I'll show this off on my channel. Yeah, I was able to do that for a because I got I got the super hot when I was doing like YouTube stuff mm-hmm. um, for free because I was making YouTube videos. I got super hot and a couple other games that were like that as it was still the early earlier. I mean, that was only a what, five years ago or something, but that was still early enough where you could literally contact the marketing department be like, hey, I'm a small YouTube channel. Yeah, I would love to promote your content mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would allow it. Now it's probably not quite the same unless it's a much smaller game uh, or like a brand new studio or whatever. Yeah, because there's probably way too many people making videos or streaming content. They're like, yeah, we're not just going to give our keys out to the 20,000 people streaming this game. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, it's 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 a whole it's really awesome, honestly, that it's becoming more and more a normal part of 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 society that it's that 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 
the it's it's scary in some ways depending because it's not regulated enough in some regard but at the same time it's pretty rad that like a normal person is now suddenly promoting the the next big like game or like hey buy coca-cola <laughs> yeah i, mean, I, I mean, there Coke are some regulations like but... if you're doing a sponsored stream you have to have all sorts of disclaimers on your on your oh, no, uh... no i don't mean that kind of regulation i mean in terms of i mean i suppose it's somewhat lax even on <laughs> cable tv in a lot of ways but i mean in terms of what you the message that you send into the world why you're big right sure for their sponsored content it's regulated or like you can't say so oh i stuff. see what you're saying like you know because people can just kind of like pop out of the woodwork and get independently famous yeah there's no real uh like vetting. they don't have like any managers or people who are there to like hey you, you know sort of this. like <laughs> pr smooth over some of their gamer opinions <laughs> yeah with those with those sweet like gamer words or whatever they use for the i don't i don't actually know if i'm using that correct but i believe that's a term they use to gamer word is the colloquial term now for a racial slur right, right ex ex exactly exactly like that's the kind of crazy stuff that is is somewhat it's like considered nor like how did how the how did that be we're Why not getting a, into this right now, Tom. I don't. I know. I know. I don't want to talk about the con, the, like what it means or anything. It just sort of because there's answers how to how, and I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> not right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. That's the cool. answers are there. We know the answers to this question, and no, <laughs> not not today. <laughs> I do not have the time. So that is um, that's Elden Ring. <laughs> was was there anything else that 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 jumped out at you this past week uh i started playing la milana too so oh, hey that's that's a, that's, that's a thing a, that's a neat game that is a video game that will continue this coming week did you play the rest of the triangle strategy demo no i might actually i'm gonna have to do that this week because that actually comes out on friday i mean you don't have to you can just play the full game on friday i that's true i wanted to though yeah no i get that well, the what there's three chapters each chapter is like well for streaming they're probably two hours or something like that i'm guessing because i imagine if you just play like i played through the first chapter i think in like 45 minutes um, yeah it took me like two hours that sounds right yeah that's that's how it go but there was a lot of like let's sit here and listen to this music or let's like stay on this one screen of text and and talk about like what's going on and like analyze Oh, you so know, I waste a lot of time doing that kind of stuff. I mean, that's cool. That's the fun of it. Well, so speaking of the 2D, HD, HD, 2D, whatever, uh, I heard that there's a, a an Octopath Traveler. Is it a cell phone game coming out? Is that what I saw? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard about this. I believe it doesn't. I... It doesn't uh, surprise me. I guess I was surprised because I, it seemed. I don't know. I, I guess I guess Square is really doubling down on the we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. Let's 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 go with what's working. So everybody seems to like 2D HD. <laughs> we'll, we'll just keep doing more of that. It's still kind of crazy to me how many different things they are applying uh, HD 2D to. I feel like it's going to be everything now. I, you like know what I really I was talking about this. I don't think it was on the podcast, but I was talking about how uh, FF6 Pixel Remaster came out this week. It did. Yeah, that's right. With really awkward singing. Yeah. And uh, it looks great. It sounds great. Like that looks like 
the true definitive edition of Final Fantasy VI. I'm sure it's not perfect in every way. I'm sure people have some gripes with it here or there. The only but thing like, I read that was it a weird... looks great. Yeah, no, it does. It looks really nice. Even even awkward singing and all looks great. Yeah, but the 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 only thing I heard as a gripe was the opening scene as you walk with your Magitech armor into Nars doesn't have the credits. It doesn't have the credits, which it's kind weird. Of is... So it's just it looks very empty now. Like with the credits, it looks like. Well, and you know, it's, it's like, okay, long. you're at least getting a credits roll. But now it's just like a awkwardly long cutscene where nothing happens. Like, it's a really long cutscene without the credits, I feel Yeah, like. it's weird. <laughs> but, I mean, that's fine. If that's, I, if that's it, your major complaint, then that's yeah. pretty chill. It's two and or three minutes the... long, and you get good music during it, and then the game starts, and it's fine. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it's, it's still a cool scene. The, it's the, still a the, cool the, scene the sweet mode seven not yeah. anymore um no somehow, it looks somehow they made the flat earth round and even in the, in the cutscene, that's pretty yeah cool. <laughs> um what was i oh yeah so now that they've done all these pixel remasters it's like the weird thing to me is that hd2d is being used for new games but now remakes of like Dragon Quest 3 and Live Alive. Live Live Alive still gets me, man. <laughs> so like that's what they've chosen to apply this style to. Oh, it's coming. Me, but like you would think if they're if they're really happy with this new uh with this new look, they would apply it to like their mainline classic Final Fantasy games. But at this point they've all just had a definitive remaster. So they're not putting like, those in HD 2D now. It, it it actually feels like the 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 pixel remasters. I don't know if it was because like the. I still think the original sprites look better in a lot of cases in in the HD. They're the the um the remasters on Steam. Like it feels mm. like the Steam release was just a hey let's release something because we have to announce something so we're gonna make a. We're going to clean up the sprites somewhat and do a little music and we're going to use an awful font face for whatever reason. Yeah, that is weird. Like it just luckily there's a very easy mod to install to just fix that. But well, there's a mod, but it's still dumb. It's still it's a it's a very bad font type. Right. It's it's really like if what if it came out? I mean, maybe maybe that's why it didn't come out on the consoles is I guess what I'm saying is that it feels like a something they've released kind of in haste, which is why it's PC only, which already is kind of weird for a Japanese uh, company. And then they're going to do something and put them on consoles later. I don't know. It it feels like we're I, I don't think I'm not saying they're going to do the HD 2D or 2D HD or whatever for for those remasters, but it feels like we're going to get like the definitive definitive version on consoles in the next year. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's one of the things that's that's what I'm saying is like it feels like they are really interested in using this HD 2D thing for uh remakes of their old properties, but they're kind of saving it for like just random side stuff rather than their mainline stuff. It almost mm-hmm. feels like they're trying to test the waters for how um how hard can we go with it? Well, like, how will people receive remakes of old games in this style? Yeah. Like, do people like it better? Are people going to complain that it's not... Uh... The, 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 you know, the real test will be is if they do Chrono Trigger. I don't even think Chrono Trigger would look very good in HD2D. Oh, I am 100% on board with it being worse. I, like, I, I don't know if it will be, maybe not worse, but it will not be better. Unless it's, uh, unless it's like some 
hand drawn HD 2D. <laughs> I mean, may, yeah. I just I don't know. Like, I think a lot of this is like nostalgia and and bias speaking, but like, oh, I don't. In a in a lot of ways, of I consider Chrono Trigger to be basically perfect. Uh, that's what I, I think. That the art style in Chrono Trigger uh, is is. I don't think it's just bias. It's um, at least partially biased. Like I recognize that I am biased because I really like Chrono Trigger, and that is one of those games where it's like, don't touch it. It's perfect. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard for me to not sit in the same boat there, uh, but I do think that the the sprite work they did in that game is something special. Yes. Like it's 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 not your typical. Hey, this is a pretty looking game that's old. Yes, right? like yes, it's above and beyond what is ex- what was expected of games at the time, yeah. and so it kind of puts it into no, no, no. Maybe the 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 background or the world, like sure, all of that stuff. But the character, I guess, I'm thinking purely of the the characters, models or yeah, sprites. Yeah, that, I don't know. Like, special. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, HG two D also like often tends to be like weirdly sort of grid based. Yeah. And Chrono Trigger very much is not. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if that would work for me, but. So is our, is our final answer here? I don't know. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. You want to know what I do know about? I would like to know what you do know about. I totally know that, that, that uh, River City Girls is awesome. And yeah. Thank uh, you. I'm, I am, I had not played the the first one or the well i guess we played the first one but i i hadn't played i know the, like the the, the technically first the one. first river city girls <laughs> the the new the new first one of the old game and i want to play it after playing the game we're going to talk about after sponsors yeah sponsors all right so river city girls zero zero also uh, AKA, as... I don't have it up in front of me, but I, I'm going to try to remember it. I believe the I believe the title is uh, Shin Niketsu Koha Kunio Tachi no Banka. I don't know. I just know it's the new hot-blooded tough guy. The elegy of Kunio and Ko. Yep. <laughs> the, so I, I talked about this a little bit on the stream, but like it's such a it's such a difficult thing to um to translate the idea of like the suffix tachi mm. because that is something that you put on like a noun or like a, like a proper noun, like a, like a name or something. Okay. And it's like, like, so if you add tachi as a suffix to someone's name, it's like it, it basically means like you and like the, your group of people. Mm, okay. So it's like, so you know, co. Yeah. So it ends up it ends up like translating as like Cuneo and Company or Cuneo and Co. Cuneo and Friends. Right. But like it's such an elegant thing in Japanese where it's like, you know, Tachi as a suffix. If you add it after a name is like, oh, I'm I'm addressing you and the bunch of people that are with you. That makes sense. So it's like but it doesn't have like a direct parallel. Mm hmm. So it always gets translated in like a weird, in a weird way like that, like and friends and company. Right. Because that's essentially what it's trying to say is like you and your friends or the people that you're with. Mm -hmm. 
but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean friends. It can also mean like, you know, a team or just like an organized group or just, you know, some people that go to your school. I mean, just like whoever you happen to be around right now. Some people you associate with coworkers. Japanese is one of those languages where <laughs> you you the 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 sent the structure of the sentence makes a huge difference as opposed to the individual word. It sure does. Um because in English a lot of times you can make do with being like, okay, that word, that word, that word, yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. But in in, in my understanding, the little tiny tiny bit of Japanese that I understand is the 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 order of the mm-hmm. words is super important and then the context of what it would mean in, in the setting that you're saying it in <laughs> right because like the same phrase could have 10 meanings maybe not yes that many, but you, that idea based on what you're saying or the place that you're saying it implied context is like one of the most important things yeah it's wild yeah, that's the word i'm looking for the implied so you want to talk about how uh this game is just a yakuza game because <laughs> it's just a yakuza game <laughs> I just I just want to talk about how how much I enjoyed a beat em up with a story. It's <laughs> actually really good, right? It's a like cool most story. stories in beat em ups are like there's a big bad guy and fight through these stages until you get to the big bad guy. Yeah. Yes. And so that's then, it. And then the bad guy is in a wheelchair and you throw him out of a window. That's just specifically <laughs> okay, one. Fine. <laughs> But he usually, but he always has a gun. He do, he's got to have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. The, the big bad always has a gun. It's true. It's true in final fight. It's true in streets of rage. It's true in double dragon. He's got to have a gun. Yeah. Cause it's preferably totally a machine BS. gun. Like, it's should... also true in this one. Yep. Actually. His, oh God. His, his gun is really annoying. Okay. We'll get to that. We will. But the, so this game was made in 94 for the, for the oh, super Famicom, the Famicom. Yeah. It was never released I, in America. I feel like when I put when I actually do the um, title of this on the uh, on like when I'm actually like putting the podcast in, I'm giving it a title and the description and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should sp- specify. I usually specify the uh, console that the game is on. Yeah, this one, like I would normally just call this SNES, but it's technically not SNES. It's technically just Super Famicom. Yeah, it's like Super Famicom sort of because it's. Not or should the... I just call it Switch? I don't know. Because technically Super the version Famicom that we played is on port. Switch, but it's a port of a, so call of, it a, a port. of a Super Famicom game, but it has extra, you know, way forward style stuff like the manga panels and the story and the and the songs, which we'll get to. Um, <sighs> the songs. Mm-hmm. The freaking animated intro. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the animated injury because it reminds me of Arc Systems, that style, that like super, yeah. just pretty, lots of detail, smooth animation. So like, I, I think a lot of what we're going to talk about involves those, that involves those like sort of cosmetic upgrades to it because that's well, we a lot have, of can... what we enjoyed about it. So technically, I think we have to refer to this as like the Switch version of this game. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely the 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 port like the port is what we're playing and that's what sealed the deal for me because the game in and of itself is an old style brawler. Yep. That is unfair in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. you have unlimited continues and 
fairly fairly generous checkpoints, especially yeah. for bosses. It's extremely generous for bosses. Yes, uh, very save much. For the, one the worst that's thing about little... bosses is you occasionally have to mash through uh, dialogue and cutscenes. Yeah. The the one boss, it, mind you, I only died one time, but the boss in the warehouse is sort of annoying because you have to fight through like seven guys before you can take the elevator down and fight the boss. Mm. Um, but aside from that, almost all bosses, if you if you die, you respawn. You can start over in the exact room where you were fighting the boss. Yeah. So it's. It's full of cheap nonsense um, because of those kinds of affordances. And, you know, they didn't want you to to get through the game super quick. Right. And it is a short game. It is short. Yeah. But it's it's it, as it's as an I didn't action beat em up game would be like those are arcade style games. They're not meant to be longer than about an hour in a single playthrough. Yeah. And this one is longer than that only because of it's I think. It's it's longer than that because it has more length to it, obviously. Like, that's stupid to say. But but there's more content. Like, it's not just because it's cheap and hard in yes. some ways. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. There's... It's, it's like a lot of games in this era will stretch 35 minutes of content over three hours because of, you know, unfair nonsense where you have to keep doing a thing over and over and over because it's way too hard. And then you have to start over from the beginning. And, yeah. you know, they want it to be a not one hour in a rental period game. Mm -hmm. And this game has some of that, but because you were, like you were saying, because of the generous checkpoint system, because you have unlimited continues, like they have some unfair, they have some unfair stuff in it, but it doesn't feel that bad because you can just try again. Yeah. I think there, there's the, if you are not, I, I think let's just, I think we can talk about the, the negatives, right? Right. Yeah. Right away and then and then talk about all the cool stuff. Because there's a lot there is actually some neat stuff about the original game, not just the not just the ported upgrade. Yes, yes, I agree. Um I, I what I found most frustrating was the bosses when there's they're just so cheap at towards the end, where if you don't if you're not used to playing a an old beat 'em up or this style of game where you kind of have to find the the, the cheese, yes. and that's all you can do. Yes. Pretty much every boss is, oh hey, time your special attack at the right instance. So it hits them before they can get close to you because you're yeah. not fighting them in a normal way. They'll right, just kill right, right. you if, if you try to punch them. And it was, I actually found it. So I started the game before you were streaming it. And I got to a point where I was kind of frustrated. Actually, it was, it was right before the end of the game. It was the, the, the way you fight the, your, your, your quote unquote brother. Yeah. Um, your twin brother. <laughs> it's your brother snake. I know I never said that, but I don't care. Um, but the, uh, that boss, I, I was like, this is so stupid. And I was frustrated. And so when you were starting to stream, I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to play through it on the easy difficulty and see what that's like while while you were also going through it. Uh -huh. And I uh, it's so much it's actually way more fun to play on the easy difficulty because you can just kind of play it like you would a, a typical sort of brawler where right. you just go punch things. and It's great. But they do this. They do the dumb walling off of content where you get to a certain point and they're like ha 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 come back when you're playing on the real difficulty oh and i was like no oh, that's lame. yeah so then i was like oh okay so i went back and just beat the boss that you know the the way the way that they intended which is cheese the hell out of it and it was yeah. not it was actually fine it wasn't that hard it was just sort of frustrating because i didn't want to play that way yeah uh, like you want to use your whole kit you want to use yeah. your punches and your kicks you want to use your full set of moves and some of them are just useless. Yes. And yeah, some and of like them are always useful. useful. 
And so mm-hmm. eventually you just slide into this situation where you're like, it like I am if it's the same one that I did, it's like the rapid punches and the rapid kicks. Yep, those are really good. Yeah, those just hit everything and they do a ton of damage and they're like at a certain point they become your best defensive move. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you can just use them and enemies will just walk into them. Because this is one of those games where if you try to walk up to an enemy and hit them, your hit your range and their range is basically the same most of the time. Except on bosses where they're bigger than you, so they can actually hit you from further away. And And they they are programmed to just hit you immediately. Yes. As soon on frame one of you walking into their range. Yep. So you just can't do that. You you at a certain point about midway through the game, it is just it's done. And you are if you think that the game is about walking up to someone and punching them, you just don't get to do that anymore. Yeah. And that sucks. And even if by some miracle you manage to get your punches and kicks in first, they can just break out of your combo and hit you back. (laughs) It's it's super annoying. Like you have like a three hit combo where it's like punch, punch, uppercut or like kick, kick roundhouse or or whatever. Or you can even like mix them together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's fun to do that on enemies until they get to they get to the point where it's like you get instead of doing punch, punch, uppercut, it's punch, punch. Oh, they're hitting me now. (laughs) Yep. And that happens at an increasing rate. As you go on through the game to the point where it really just devolves into like, here's the two special moves that work. Just use those. Yeah, that's all. That's all I did for the the latter part of the game. And it, and it bummed me out. And then I was really bummed when they when they did the walling of the, the content because you're playing on easy as like, oh, yeah, I guess I should have seen that coming. Uh, mm-hmm. But but aside from that, I, I it's been a little bit since I played. So I'm trying to just. I'm pausing for a minute to think if there was something else that bugged me, but I, I don't think so. I think really I was... will say that coming in from a from a position of having played River City Girls, having played um, uh, River City Ransom, which we did for a podcast last year. Yeah. Um, uh, the fact that there is no um, there's no shops, there's no leveling system, there's no it is it is really just mm. a classic styled, straightforward beat 'em up. True. That's fine, but I do miss having like that sort of light progression system. Sure, yeah. I thought that was something that set the that set uh, a lot of those games apart. Right. And so I I was kind of bummed to not have that. Yeah. Um but you know, eventually it was like this is just the game. So, it wasn't it wasn't a huge deal. It was just something that I was kind of hoping to see and I was kind of bummed that I didn't get it. Yeah, I can see that. I uh I actually didn't even think about it. I was, in in fact, I, I, since I just wanted to play a game where I, I punch people and then move on, I was actually happy that it didn't have that odd enough. That Fair I, enough. That I was, uh, I was like, no, this is, this is good. I was, I don't know. I, the story I think is what kind of threw it over. Like, I did not know it was going to have story like that, where it's, you know, a huge part of the game is, is figuring out what's going on with the characters and stuff. And like yeah. And also like, when is the last time you played a beat em up where you know exactly what you're doing in each location and why you're there? Yeah, that was cool. Instead of them just being random locales, like you play streets of rage is like, okay, we're on the street. 
Okay, we're indoors now. Okay, we're on a boat, I guess. Okay, factory? Sewer? Sure, I guess. <laughs> They're just levels. <laughs> right. Now I guess we're in a cave. Sure, why not? Yep, yep. But, like, this game actually has a thread of story where there's dialogue explaining what's going on and why you're going to each place you're going to. Yeah. And granted, like, it's all just sort of threadbare explanation to get you from place to place. Well, it but the story's actually sense. not bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like it's 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 nonsense when the police when the cop is like, you go on ahead, uh, high school <laughs> student. I'll stay I back know. here. <laughs> like, like you go you actually... take on the 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 super powerful crime syndicate in his headquarters that we've been. I'll, that we've I'll stay about. back and, you know, watch the Ford, I guess. I'm here. Don't worry. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, you know, in the 90s, that does sort of play into the the sort of interaction between organized crime groups and the police where the police were not really authorized to pursue organized crime. They just kind of worked with them to let them be a necessary evil. Thanks, Yakuza. Thanks, Yakuza. <laughs> That's not really the case anymore. They've been a lot of anti-organized crime groups and a lot of Yakuza groups have disbanded, which the really? Yakuza games actually cover. Um, in the last couple of games, they've actually talked got, about like how Yakuza groups are not really that much of a thing anymore. Wow. But like in the 80s and 90s, they were just kind of there and everyone just knew they were there. And it was like, yeah, they, you know, the police are not really interested in having a full on like street gang war to shut them down necessarily. So we just we'll just not worry about it. So what we're going to do is we're going to like we're going to put like restraints on them, which is why you see stuff in Yakuza where like in in zero where Kiryu is like, oh, you killed that you killed that guy. Well, we got to turn you in because, like, the police are not going to turn a blind eye to murder. <laughs> yeah. They turn a blind eye to a lot of the, like, white collar crime stuff that we do. And the, you know, a little bit of corruption here and there. But they also rely on us to police our own so that there's not a lot of violent crime. And we also police other people doing violent crime on our turf. Mm -hmm. So there's a there's like a give and take there. They turn a blind eye to some corruption and in turn, like we make sure to actually police our our zones so that they don't have to worry about like real violent crimes happening that they have to that they have to deal with. Mm -hmm. So this kind I feel like this sort of plays into that where the cop is like, yeah, I cannot get a, like a SWAT team together to raid this dude's mansion. But you kids can. <laughs> but you kids can. Good, good luck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stop you by being like, no, wait, don't stop. No, don't do it. No. <laughs> okay, I guess I can't stop you. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> In fairness, dude, bro, I mean, they, did they straight up just shoot two high school girls. <laughs> I mean, just like you're just sitting there chanting. He's like, bam, bam. Now what? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that is so, like I have rarely seen anything that ruthless in a Yakuza game. 
The only thing I can think of is you played all, yeah, you played all of Zero. The it mm-hmm. reminded me of Awano in Zero in the dance club. Oh yeah, just yes. like randomly shooting that girl that he was dancing with. Yeah, just because he was pissed. Yep, and it's like whoa, that sort of just like that sort of like devil may care. Like I don't give a shit. I will just I will just murder someone because because I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. That's like that sort of unpredictability is really scary. And <laughs> yeah, and talking to this guy and having him casually just be like, I told you not to follow me. So there's going to be consequences. Bam, bam. And it's just like, holy shit. (laughs) I, okay. Not messing around. I thought this was just some little goofy, like punch him up. And now like attempted murder. Like, well, as far as he was real on murder. I mean, well, they didn't know they're fine. Well, no, but he, as he was not, he wasn't like shooting them. He thought he was killing them, right? Like you don't know. I, I I I guess. Because because again, that's one of those things, right? Like when the when the yakuza go all the way up to like actual murder and they leave a body behind, they will disappear people, but they won't leave a body behind, so they can't be like so it can't be traced back to them. Sure, you know, but straight up, just like shooting a couple girls in the club and leaving them behind to go to the hospital. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. I, th- I feel like for that, like you gotta, you gotta get some kind of response together, but you know, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever. Can we also just talk for a second about how, like there is like one police officer in the game. Yeah. Just one. And he is simultaneously a prison guard and a detective and a beat cop. Yep. Which makes no sense at all. And and your your school time buddy's dad. Yes. Also that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. And then and then the kid goes up and is like, no, dad, these are my friends. They're super cool. And the cop's like, all right, you little scamp. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, well, I guess they are pretty. I nice. will let these prison escapees <laughs> go on to do fights, I guess. The prison escapees that also just beat my ass twice. Yes. <laughs> and it's like. And it, punch through a prison wall. Well, at least in the animation. In the actual game, there's just their friend waiting on the roof of the, the prison for some reason. Being yeah. Like, hey, I, was, I was hoping you guys would break out soon. Yeah, it makes it's completely off the rails. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's completely wild. But I kind of love it for that. Yeah, me too. Like it just it the tra- the the writing in it also just because they know because this is being localized 28 years after it was made. Mhm. And River City Girls already has kind of a tongue in cheek kind of fourth wall meta approach to its uh to its own story yeah like that comes through in the translation where it's like yeah all right why is there a factory in this cave i don't know let's just go (laughs) let's not worry about it too much (laughs) i think my favorite one is like misako's like can we go on the roller coaster (laughs) and it's like sure okay we go on the roller coaster (laughs) <laughs> and then you get you do the whole roller coaster thing, at which point it goes up this sheer like straight up in the air, like 
like tower of terror coaster tycoon and then goes off the rails and then falls back down onto the rails and comes all the way back is like that no (laughs) that is that is a roller coaster tycoon everyone just died ride everybody yes like that exploded you can't tell me it didn't But my favorite bit is you get back from that whole roller coaster sequence and Misako's like, hey, that was really fun. Didn't really serve any gameplay purpose, but it, it was fun. There's, there's there's no point to this, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there really wasn't. It was just a cutscene to do to. Yeah, there's special music for it and it's a whole thing. And then you just it refills your life. That's all it does. So does like a screen transition most of the time. Well, yeah, but it, it actively refills it where after the ride, it it all comes back like clearly as a, you know, as like a joke for having done the the roller coaster. Yeah, you just you had a little break. You recharged yeah. yourself. Right. Yeah, it's it's silly. The whole thing is silly, which makes it even weirder when all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 th- you're dead. Those girls are dead. You're like, what? <laughs> and it's like this. And then it's also this weird, like, time paradox thing where it's like, this is supposed to be the prequel to River City Girls. But like the two main characters of River City Girls have just been shot. But they're playing it. They're they're like they're playing it on their console or whatever. So it's right, right. They're playing it on their Super Famicom, which, by the way, can we just can we just talk for a second about like these two girls being these two teenage girls being like, Oh yeah. I think my dad had one of these way back in the nineties. Yeah. That I I was just like, that was so fun. Oh, you did that on purpose. (laughs) Oh, I didn't, I didn't. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I guess I, I didn't hit me like that. It it definitely hit me like that. They're they're looking at (laughs) a Super Famicom or a SNES, basically. And they're like, I don't know what this is or how it works. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was funny. It was it made me it made me. uh, I guess I don't think about I I see what you're saying, where it's like, oh, my God, you're 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 so old. um, And uh, we lived through it, right? Like, yeah, it's I, I really loved that. Like, I loved the. They, like, they call it our octopus, our nostalgia and memories are are like are today's like generations like history. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean it's it's the rotary phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's just so, phones yeah. in general, actually. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like home phones, like a phone with a cord. <laughs> yeah. Why would you yeah. even have a? Why would you even have a phone that you can't take out of your house? What is the actual point <laughs> how is, of that? How is this useful to anybody? <laughs> The, yeah, I, was, the irony great. of that is like I don't hardly ever leave my house, so like I could totally just like I could have a phone that was just like a home phone <laughs> and probably get the same amount of use out of it. But <laughs> yeah. like I don't need a phone at all. <laughs> what I need is a small handheld computer that can make calls sometimes. <laughs> yeah it's mostly that's that's true the the actual phone part of the phone is not used as much as anything else Mm -mm. i mean hell there's like there's like 15 better ways to make a phone call with your actual cell phone 
that don't use the cell phone's actual phone function. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you even? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I, I had a I had a little bit of an oof when Kyoko or Mis and Misako are looking at this, uh, are looking at a Super Famicom and not understanding what it is. And then Kyoko's like, oh, yeah, my dad had one of these way back in the 90s. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we're there now. <laughs> yeah, I think I I, uh, I love that we have that we we were like part of it. Like, I think it's so cool that we got to live through the evolution of all of that. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's one of those moments where I, we were kind of born at the like true re like rebirth of the home console market. I mean, literally it was, it was actually, you know, they were dead in America and then brought back to life as we were being brought into the world. Like that's, that's rad. And even like, you know, the Atari 2600 and like Pong machines, the Magnavox Odyssey and the Intellivision crap like that, like throughout the, the 80s, like those things existed and they were big, but the home console market was absolutely dwarfed by the arcade market. Well, in, in fact, the home console market, there was a lot of issues, but there was it was it was not looking good. Yeah. For, right. Like the, the Nintendo saved uh, saved it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like those things existed like before us, mm -hmm. but they were not the biggest chunk of the video game market. They were a, they were a side thing and they were in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like when, when we were born in like around the mid 80s um, is like that really marks the true beginning of like the home console market being the dominant video game market. Mm hmm. So it is cool that we that we kind of came in at the NES and the SNES era and have just kind of seen the evolution of things. But every once in a while, it stings a little bit to be reminded <laughs> how long ago that actually was. Yeah, it, the, the and there are entire is... there are entire adult humans who have been born and grown up in that time frame. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, like, like, you're way more positive about it than I am than I'm making it sound. But I'm sorry. I'm glad that you're like I'm glad that you're <laughs> I'm glad you're into it. I I guess I'm I'm weird. I I am weird when it comes to thinking about like getting older and time and aging and things because I I'm usually like that's cool that's great I'm I'm I don't it doesn't bother me and I maybe I think that makes me the odd one out. <laughs> in most, it kind of does, but at the same time, if I really think about it, like. Why am I upset about it? Am I, am I upset about it? Because it means I'm not young anymore. I never acted young when I was young. <laughs> yeah, so why yeah, do I I've, even I've, care? Yeah. <laughs> like our idea of a good time when we were at the age of having good times was sitting inside and <laughs> playing video games. For the it's most the part. same thing. It's ever like my preferred <laughs> method of having a good time at 15, 20, 25, 30 and 35 has been sit <laughs> sit quietly with a video game and a soda. Yeah, exactly. And the only thing that has changed is how often I drink soda. <laughs> Which is like less now, but actually, um, as an aside, that new Coca-Cola Starlight is actually pretty good. What is that? It's a it's a new weird marketing ploy. No, no, but what is it? It's a it's a new Okay, it's a new flavor. 
Oh, there is a like it? Coke is doing like a whole new like set of set of like sort of experimental flavors. And this is a big promotional flavor. And they didn't tell anyone what it tastes like. They're just like, oh, it tastes like a tastes like a night under the stars and all these like ethereal non flavor things. OK, it's like it's it, they're it's like, what does it taste like? And then they describe a feeling rather than actual flavors. Really? But it vaguely tastes like if it's it's a subtle flavor, but it vaguely tastes like if Coke was like a s'more. Holy shit! What? I, okay. Also, I I feel like star. I feel like I have a song stuck in my head that has Starlight, and it's like I, I'm I'm. It's really bothering me now. Uh, dun, 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 dun. I need you. Dun, dun. Oh, it's that levitating song. That's what it is. Levitating. I, I heard. It's. It's. I, I don't know who it's by. Like I think it's someone. I'm not going to be any help rather. here. Yeah, no, it's called I'm. It's called levitating. That, that's what it is. And yeah, start that. Whatever. Never mind. So it's it's Coca Cola Starlight. The the where is this new? Like new new? It's very new. It came out within like the last week. The internet is baffled by Coca Cola's new Starlight flavor. It's. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really taste specifically like anything. But like, I took a sip of it, and the first time I was like, it's kind of vaguely fruity. Like maybe sort of a raspberry-ish flavor. And then you try it again. It was a And then s'more? I tried it again. And I was like, no, you know what this kind of reminds me of? I, I kind of get like graham cracker. <laughs> but it's, it is. <laughs> it just sounds so funny. It's like... weird. It's weird. But like none of the flavors, it, it's not like a hit you over the head, smack you in the face flavor. Okay, yeah, I, especially yeah. as soda goes, you know, right. you get like a lot of flavored sodas and sometimes it's just like way sweet and they like, well, dude, and the flavor yeah, like is just really, really, really strong. Like the old Mountain Dew advertisements and yes. stuff where it was, you know, you got, you, you're ripping into that Dew and you're also jumping off a freaking cliff. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's a lot more subtle. It almost, I would almost refer to it as like a classy flavor, a classy flavor. Wow. Cause it's, cause it's like. I don't know. It, like it made me want to kind of like swill it around in my glass and take like a little sip and do the little like lip smack, like yeah, you're doing I, a wine tasting. I I am and talk about the notes, the notes of the cola, Co- Coca Cola. It seems like it sounds like they've outdone themselves in a lot of ways. It's honestly pretty good. I actually like it a lot. I am. I really do. Um, <laughs> I will be. I will now be purchasing a Coca Cola Starlight at some point. Yeah, I think it's good. I, think I wonder good. if it will be in those vending or not vending machines like the, you know, the machines at like the uh, like a movie theater where it's 50. Oh, yeah. The freestyle one. Hopefully, hopefully they makes their way there at some point. Do, do, now, is this a I is this feel, a stay forever or a marketing thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's probably a limited time thing. Probably. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I guess if it does really well, they might keep it out like Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah. Well, isn't there like there's like 10 Mountain Dews now? Yeah. So I, I feel like the, so I have a, I have a theory about this. You know how you can get like orange vanilla Coke now? Yes. Yeah. Or like orange Coke. Yeah. So I feel like those Coke freestyle machines were basically like, they were a cool thing. And I liked going to places that had them because I could try out different flavor combinations with stuff. And I feel very strongly that this was initially just a fun little drink combination thing where you can just get whatever drink combination, just try out different drink stuff, yeah. but then also was market research. 
Yeah, because then you can see, hey, what what do people mix together? Yeah, what are people <laughs> mixing together more than anything else? Cool. Yeah. Bottle that and sell it. Put it on the shelf. <laughs> and I know for a fact that orange Coke was one of the most common things because I would start walking into restaurants that had freestyle machines and they would just have a piece of paper on on the machine being like, these are some common these are some like popular drink combinations. Here's a, here are the hip flavors to try. And orange Coke was one that like it was always written up there, or people would always talk about getting orange Coke. So it's like, yeah, that just works. People like it. Yeah. So Coke and, I mean, just it, figured that out, and they were like, okay, we'll just sell that. It does work. It's, it does. It's great. Know, it's pretty great. <laughs> so I feel like all of these new flavor combinations are just branching off of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's like hey let's just take the coke flavor but then add some other stuff to it and make it a new flavor and you know this one works i like it <laughs> i am i'm on board for this i don't know why i started talking about this you want to talk about the music yeah what i, I wish i wish we could remember how we you were telling me about <laughs> Starlight. i don't know how we got here but yeah the music um the music oh, of the game. We were talking about getting older, and I was like, my idea of having a good time. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. has for the last like 25 years has been like sitting at home quietly with a video game and a soda. Mm-hmm. And yep. then I started talking about soda. That's right. That's what it was. That's how we got there. <laughs> Perfect. And it's true. And 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 it I okay, hold on. Before we talk about the music, what was your what was your go-to chip? As a, as a child, if you could have like a, any choice of a chip, what would you, what would, what did you like? Typically? Okay. As a kid. Yeah. I am going to give you like the answer you least expect. I can't wait. I had an absolute obsession when I was younger with sun chips. Oh, dude. Sun chips are rad. I love a good sun chip. I really like sun chips. I feel like a lot of people don't, but no, like I, I had chips. them the first Heck time yeah. and I was like, this is delicious. Yeah. Sun chips are awesome. And I had like an obsession with them. I would take them over Lay's. I would take them over Doritos. I would take them over Ruffles. Yeah, like, I'm, give me the I'm sun about... chips. We didn't get that many sun chips, but I always enjoyed them when they were around. Like I would absolutely eat them anytime that they were available to be eaten. Yeah, I, I, I... approve. I approve the sun chip choice. I think it's a weird choice because I don't think sun chips are like anyone's favorite chip, but it was just, I think I specifically remember having sun chips for the first time and it was so much different than the other chips. And I was like, oh, this is my favorite immediately. (laughs) This is, I'm done. I'm done. I never need another chip for as long as I live. Well, I need more of these, but yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. I don't, I think I was always. I feel like it was just always Doritos when I was picking some. Oh God! You know what I really loved though was the the sour cream and cheddar ruffles. Those yeah. were probably my single favorite flavor. But I always ended up, you know, with Cool Ranch or Cooler Ranch. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, the music, the music in the main game, like the the, the actual game, that's just from yeah. the Famicom. Good. Good. The the opening the opening track with the cool new animation, really good. Very fun, catchy, kind of yeah. silly and goofy. I I love the, the uh, I love the, um, the lyrics in it actually. That's what I, and that's I don't what I usually saying. care much about lyrics, but like the whole thing is just taking the piss out of the fact that the game exists entirely. Yep. The opening lyrics are "What's this? A brand new game?" Well, sort of, yes and no. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very, it's on. It's exactly what you want. It's, yeah, it's pretty perfect. 
Megan McD- Megan McDuffie worked the words cray cray into a song and it actually kind of works. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't hear it and you're not immediately like uh Yeah. What? Like you hear cray cray in a song and it's like and you get a little chuckle instead of being like oh I can't believe <laughs> yeah. you just said yeah. that. Like yeah, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fun. I like it. Yeah, me too. I I and I enjoyed it. It's it's very it's catchy, so it it feels like you hear it the first time and you're going to be kind of sitting there, you know, bopping to it a little bit. Yeah. You can't help. You can't help it. Yeah, I but, liked it. I liked it a bunch when it came out. I did not know it was going to be the second best song. It is the, in it the is, game. It is. It is without a doubt the second best song. A distant second. <laughs> because because the song that they play for the end credits is so good. Like, and I so, think I almost missed it. I, I know. I was like, no, no, wait, wait. <laughs> I knew there was something there because, like, I got to, like, the end screen of the game and you were like, no, there's more. No, keep no, going. No, go. Keep going. There's more. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Patience, please. <laughs> The song is so good because we we I think we talked about how much we I loved the song and you loved the song last podcast or two podcasts ago. Yes, I don't know. We, yeah, it was it was in one of the more recent ones. But dude, it is so awesome. And I, I talked remember. about how I really want to use it to end this podcast. But we're not sure if we can. I'm not sure if we legally are able to. And I don't particularly want to get our podcast copyright struck, but I will add a link in the description to Mean Streets by Megan McDuffie and Demon Dice. It is my I love the Megan McDuffie part, right? That kind of like the hook, the 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 chorus. chorus, God, I love it so much. It's it's such a good hook. I love it way more than I should. It is such a good hook. It just feels good. like, you know how there's those songs that you listen to and, and you just feel good after hearing it. Yeah. That is how that feels. I mean, like, I was streaming and I listened to it like three times yeah. before we were like, just went back in. It's like, I got to listen to it again. Yeah. It's and I, I, on stream, like I could have just listened to it on my own, but it's like, no, one more time. Come on. <laughs> then your brother showed up and it's like, oh, well, you know, he's going to love this. I, I, I'll listen to it one more time. Yeah. <laughs> It was awesome. I love, I absolutely. I think he only showed up because of the song and apparently had already, uh, had already yeah, he had heard, heard the song beforehand <laughs> yeah. because the VTuber that does the rap part is, uh, had, had like linked to it or released it or something oh, when the game came out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so he was already familiar with it, but I was like, oh yeah, you're probably here for this. Yeah. Cause there's someone else in your stream that was like, oh, hey, it's this person. Yeah, I didn't know who this person was, but it was it was like a they're if, a VTuber and they also do some music stuff under a different name. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, I know it. The song just you just it's just happy. It just feels good. Like you want to you just want to you just want to listen to it. You just want to jam. Yeah, you totally want to jam. Like if, if you're into listening to music while you exercise or something, it would be a lovely exercise song while you're or a song to listen to while you're exercising. Yeah, or it's, just it, like it, doing chores or do something, oh, like sure. cleaning oh up God. around the house. Yeah. yeah, put that on when you want to do some some dishes. Your, your, yeah. your dishes won't feel so bad because you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm rocking out to these dishes right now. Yeah, no, it's like the hook is incredible. The uh, like the rap verses have a good flow to them. We haven't really we didn't really talk that much about it, but like it's no. fine. It's yeah, good. They're good. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, just like, like a... it's that high note on the on the front end of the chorus that just sets the whole tone. River City. It's just it's so awesome. I love it so oh, much. Oh man. <laughs> I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I had the game open when we started this stream. And because I was like, oh, where did I have the save? Because I had it and I was like, oh, yeah, it was the final boss because I wanted to complain about the final boss. Oh, final yeah, a yeah. Bit. But um, then I listened to I had the credits on repeat for like 30 minutes in the yep. beginning of this podcast. Not not even no, no memes. Actually true. Just yeah. chilling out with it quietly in the background, quiet enough where you couldn't hear it, but loud enough where I knew it was happening. Yep. Good. <laughs> You're right. I could not hear it. I'm almost kind of sad about it, but you know what? I can just go listen to it myself. <laughs> it's so been... yeah, that's real good. And that's just, that is just a new song that Megan McDuffie recorded with Demon Dice specifically to throw on the credits of this just for style. Yeah. And it, and it has it. It definitely has the style. You, so feels... Megan McDuffie, who wrote that and the opening theme also wrote the music for River City Girls 1. And is writing the music for two as well. So if you like that music, there is more of her music. Oh, I I, I plan on hearing it. I am, um, I am so this game. So what's what's weird is we we the the we didn't actually talk about one of the coolest mechanics in the game, which was the ability to switch up characters. Yeah. So usually in a beat 'em up, when you die, you just kind of spawn again, or you restart the level, or whatever it is. And this one, you have. You, there's two care the two boys and then the, the the two ladies i don't remember anybody's name <laughs> it's kunio and ricky it's, it's Riki. and kyoko yeah. and misako yeah i remember i remember ricky because he was my favorite because he has the best pompadour um it's a good pompadour he also has the best actual moves yeah he does but uh the and and you switch between them on the fly like you just press a button and you swap you hot swap your characters yes. and if one character dies then it resets like that's your death so you you technically have four life bars to work with but if any of them reach zero you have to reset yeah it's super cool awesome mechanic that's that is that was that's so you have I'm to like you, you do have to like keep juggling your uh keep juggling your your different characters and it forces you to actually use all four characters even though like two of them are clearly better than the others <laughs> yep 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 yeah it's 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 uh th- yeah the two girls really suck they, no they're, kyoko's they're... good she, kyoko has the has oh, the, she has the kick. kick thing she the kicks are really good that's true that's true like yeah, I, I, I actually, actually found, kind of found her to be the kunio. second best character after ricky i thought yeah. kunio was worse than kyoko misako is completely useless which is really sad for me because she was actually my favorite in River City Girls. Aw, that's too bad. Um, but I mean, it's fine. She's good in that. I had good luck with Kunio's kick, like the 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 Ryu kick. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That move is good, and it does a ton of damage. It does an absurd amount of damage if you can time it right. You can mm-hmm. kill most bosses with like six of them. Yeah, or something like that. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Maybe not six, but you know what I mean. Um. But yeah, no, the, the, where, where, where are we going? I forgot. Oh, I just were talking about the the life switching mechanic. Yeah. I'm surprised that games have not utilized that since this game came out in the nineties, like early nineties, man, I guess mid nineties, whatever. It's mid nineties. I'm surprised that there aren't more beat em ups that are like, Hey, this is a sweet mechanic. We should, we should use this. We should copy it and do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a like it's a way more interesting mechanic than just having lives. Yeah, because there's a real risk reward to it where it's like, okay, your best character is at low health. 
but they're your best character. Do you want to keep trying to use them? But if you get hit twice, you're you dead. Or do you want to swap to your, you know, your characters you don't like as much, but they have a bigger health bar. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that gets more interesting in because it has two player co-op. So then you've got two players like managing four life bars. Oh, true. I didn't think about that. So that's all really cool, actually. That's yeah. a really that's a really neat way of doing that that I don't think I've seen in quite the same way before, especially considering like you you said it was like hot swapping and it really is like a hot swap. You just hit a button. You just and go. the character just, you know, just like warps in. Yeah. Like you don't have to go to go into a menu or anything. It's just swap swap swap. Mhm. It feels so that's very really cool. Good to play. The uh, everyone's got special moves which take a little bit of execution to do. Um some of them are basically so powerful that it's all you need to get through the entire game. Yeah, Some the, of them are basically completely useless. The game would have benefited from just assigning them to a button because occasionally it's sort of annoying to use yes. some of the special moves because you have to, pr- I don't remember, I don't actually remember what button combination you need to use to do it, but it's like you have to block first and then Yeah, press you do it. it off of a guard. It's sort of, it's kind of dumb in a lot of ways. Like yeah, it the, Im- feel the input timing is not really intuitive to like normal combat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but it's 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 fine. It's it's not the end of the world. The uh, you know what I am actually really impressed with in no. this game, the set pieces. <laughs> yeah, I like, like the, the actual I, action set pieces. Uh huh. Like the the whole bit where you're fighting through the school and it's like, or you're doing the boss fight and it's collapsing because you knocked out the supports, dude. And when it, when it, when they said that, I thought it was just a throwaway sentence, like "Oh yeah, it's collapsing." I was like, "Oh cool, it's collapsing, whatever." Yeah, and then it, like you'll finish the collapsing. boss fight, and then you'll see it kind of like you'll see it kind of like crumble after you leave. But no, yeah. you're on the roof, and it is falling like floor by floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's just coming down. It, that was cool. That was also really cool. this entire this world where it's like, oh, the the gang leader slash protector of this school has gone to prison. By the way, this game starts in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the main characters are accused of a crime because there's a hit and run or yep. a murder, some sort of murder. Um, and they think it's you because it looks exactly like you, but it doesn't. Oh, it does, but only for story purposes because it doesn't actually. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, so it's like, oh yeah, you weren't here to protect the school. So it's like, you're, they're attacking the school and it's like, they're, they're or what is the word they use? They're destroying the school. Yes, and I'm yeah, like, they, oh, so yeah. they're like vandalizing it with like spray paint or whatever. It's like, no, they're knocking out support beams and it's collapsing. <laughs> they're punching through they are, support <laughs> They are punching the school until it falls. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very silly and very fun. <laughs> The so I mean there's there's that bit there's the there's the amusement park bit where you're fighting on the Ferris wheel which is silly um there's <laughs> th- we didn't even talk about like how it becomes road rash for a few minutes yep yeah well that was I thought that part was cool but then I got annoyed with it like I was like, it's eh. once it's, you there there's a very s- straightforward way to get through it which is basically like go slow. Yeah, go fast when it's straight and then go very slow on turns and it's no yep. problem. Yeah. So uh, annoyed is the wrong word because it's not like I was actually annoyed. I was just kind of 
it's cool at first but then they make you do it like three times and by the third one it's like this isn't really fun anymore yeah and i think they even caught on to it because the third one feels way shorter than the first yeah second time you do it so maybe maybe they knew i do like that you're actually going to different parts of tokyo though yeah you actually i mean the story has a a sense of progression you are absolutely progressing the story yeah like you are you are not just showing up in the next place and suddenly you're you know on a spaceship fighting aliens right 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 like you are you are going through the 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 story in a way that makes sense logically all in even even to the point where you are um you are uh you're you're traveling there like in a way yeah, that makes yeah. sense right because there's yeah, even like the you, scene at you the go end. to a place because you're looking for somebody and you're looking for them because you want information about where other people are and you're like following a lead so you do a boss fight and then you ask them the questions then they give you the information and you, you go, go to, to the, the place spot. where that information leads you and find another person who gives you information yep so it's this it's this whole sort of like thread of like finding out what's going on in this world as you go and it's it's actually it feels good mm-hmm. it feels totally good so you I, like every time you go anywhere you're not just fighting in an amusement park because it's there you're <laughs> there because you're looking for the guy who is who's been like placed there to run the amusement park because the amusement park is owned by the organized crime syndicate obviously. and they have apparently enslaved a bunch of high schoolers to work <laughs> at the amusement park <laughs> And you have to go talk to the guy there who's running the thing who might know where the who might know where the leaders are. Yeah. In fact, one person gives it up because he's like, no one makes me work. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's it's so good. It's like they've done the worst thing they can possibly do to a teenager. They're making us work. This is the worst. How could they? (laughs) Yeah, I, I yeah. I enjoyed this. Yeah, I enjoyed this. It is, it is, it's obviously dated and it has its problems. Um, yeah, no doubt, but it's, it's an enjoyable experience and one that really stands apart from like the beat em up fair of the era. It's, it doesn't <laughs> feel like streets of rage. It doesn't feel like final fight. It feels like Not its own thing. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I, I don't have, I don't have anything brilliant to say other than the game was fun. I think, I think maybe the fifteen dollar price point. It's it's low, but I actually think it should have been like ten. Like yeah, I, I, I especially considering it's a port. That's what I mean. Like it's it's like it's, it's not, a port of an old game, and they put some, you know, they put some new stuff in it. But you're basically paying for like a little bit of voice acting and two bangers of songs. Yeah, and you're paying for the. I guess the. Okay, I've heard mixed things. I, I I guess some people are mad about the um about the translation. The translation? I think it's not the translation itself. Hmm. So initially the there's two different translations of the game. Sure. And one of them initially they were called literal and RCG. Okay. And that is basically to say like one version of the translation is sort of just like a grittier direct translation of the exact story as it was written in Japanese. And Mm -hmm. the quote unquote RCG translation is still following the story, but it has some, um, but it's doing the, 
like it's following along with the unique characterizations that these characters actually got in River City Girls. So it's got a little more snark. It's got a little more meta humor. You know, it's a little more tongue in cheek. Yeah. So like that bit about uh, that bit about Misako being like, oh, that was fun. The roller coaster was fun, but it didn't really serve any gameplay purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like that snark wouldn't be in there. It's a more direct, literal translation. Yeah, but I, think I guess in that some part... people in the in the translation and localization community were like, you know, calling it literal, having one be called literal and one be called like something different is kind of insulting. Oh, okay. Because it, you know, because it makes it uh, it makes it seem like the work that we do on localization is like. I didn't read the exact it, I didn't read the exact complaints, but it's basically like you're making it sound like one of these is just we're making stuff up. Oh, OK, OK. When like we're actually working really hard to localize this in a way that works and, and do the translation, but then add our own spin on it and like having both of them in there and calling one of them literal makes it, it sort of devalues the other one. OK. Or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Uh really. I didn't really see a problem with it. I understand. It doesn't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to uh, step on anyone's toes or say that people's concerns aren't warranted. But of course. Yeah. I, I mean, I was happy they were both in there. What they did do is they changed the way that they refer to the translations. Oh, okay. Um. It's not the fact that both of them are in there. I think it had more to do with the way they actually referred to them. Uh, all right, all right. Um, I guess I, I mean, don't hey, know. I don't really know what, how, like what makes sense when when talking about a lot of that stuff because it's just not something I pay attention to. Yeah. So that's that's. Hey, you know what? If that's like, as as long as I didn't know if it was like a a, a complaint. That was just people being upset to be upset. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Or yeah. if it was like just being annoyed because they didn't refer to like, so the original fan translation of the game, it's way more. Mm, there's a lot more swearing in it. I think it's a little more on the nose aggression towards the girls in a couple of points. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm incorrect about that. Like rather than just being like, oh, that ungrateful dot, dot, dot. Like they actually have to say it out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so I, I guess maybe that's where some people were flustered. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that, like, like editing it for in their mind, an unjust reason kind of a thing, but I don't know. Yeah. There's a, I'm reading over a whole thing here. There's a whole like thread. Oh, cool. Of people talking about like talking about, um, you know, like the, basically the way it affects their careers to have like their work, the work that they do on localization sort of like displayed al- alongside a literal translation so that people can sort of compare the two and nitpick the, the choices that they made. Ah, all right. But, yeah, that, that's a whole bag of... A whole but yeah, I don't think like... I think that those concerns are fair because like... They're fair because like... It's one of those things where it's like, this doesn't affect me and it doesn't bother me, but I'm not that person. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't not working in that field. I don't know how that affects people. I so like, ha- I'm no not bothered by it, but that doesn't mean it's not a problem. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just because it's not, just because it doesn't bother you, doesn't mean it's not a valid, uh, right, complaint. 
Oh, okay. Cool. But yeah, that's that's the whole thing. And I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's a huge controversy that's going to sink the game, but Well, again, it's just it's basically just a headline where you saw something and then we're like, "Oh, I don't know what they're talking about, but it seems like people are upset." And you never really know how real that is. Like how Right. How upset are we talking about? Right. Right? Like um or is this just a passing comment that was made and now is blown out of proportion because it makes for a good headline? Right, right, right. So I didn't know. Yeah. It looks like there is a lot of stuff that the reason they did a more uh, a more updated script is both to uh, to meet to sort of like hit the the tone that the new River City Girls is is sort of following. Yeah. That sort of like more tongue in cheek. Um sarcastic kind of tone um but also to uh also to remove some some 90s language referring to um you know rude words for women yeah that's that's what i was trying to say is instead of instead of just alluding to what they were going to say they 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 just outright say it Mm -hmm. yeah um and that was that was kind of what i but but again you and i are both okay with those types of changes it's we don't look yeah. at it as something oh god it's the look what's happening to the world Everyone's yeah you've you've ruined the original vision right 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 so yeah. so if, if that's your take on it then fine i guess fine i guess <laughs> what else can you really say <laughs> but yeah i can say uh just man way forward is awesome yeah way forward I- is like one of my favorite developers like period not like favorite indie developers, not favorite 2D developers. Like I just genuinely love almost everything that they do. I don't think I've, I've probably played one of their other games, but I don't, I don't know what it was off the top of my head, but I like this a lot. You play, I assume you played Contra 4. Oh yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's them. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Cause they, all they, the Shantae games are them. I've not played a single Shantae game. That's fine. Well, it's not fine. I know. But the no, plan it's is... fine. Like everyone doesn't have to play everything that I like just because no, I like it. I know it's not fine. <laughs> no, but actually, one. the uh, <laughs> the the first one was released on Switch like a year or two ago, and I've been waiting yeah. for it to go on sale because I don't want to pay full price for it since it's freaking old. And also, my understanding is the Game Boy Color game is not that good compared to the the later games. But I'm hoping that the Game Boy Color game has issues, but playing it on Switch, where presumably you'll have like save stating and rewinding, will make it better. Yes, so because it's a Game Boy Color game from 2002, and it's a Metroidvania, but it has a lives system. Oh, where like you actually can like, you know, it's 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 built like a like a classic platformer where you have pits you can fall in and die. Yeah. But it's a Metroidvania that's exploration based. But uh, so it's kind of like that growing period of we're not sure how to do this yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. it's 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 primarily a platformer, but you gain abilities and stuff. That, so it is definitely a Metroidvania, but it's, you know, it's got some unfair platforming in it. And it has some issues where, like, you can just fall in a pit and die really fast. And then you can just run out of lives and revert back to your last save. Oh my god. So that it's sounds... it there's a lot of clunky stuff to it. I think that later games um it, I think that later games in the series improve upon the concept significantly. Okay. But it's still 
actually really good for a Game Boy Color game. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to playing it eventually, and then hopefully it can be a podcast once that once that happens. You That'll know, be... I would be happy to. So we have that looking forward to, and then I I am very excited. So I want to play River City Girls, and then the second one I th- is coming out later this year, and yeah. I, I want to play that, but I'm going to wait for Leticia to get back. Um, oh yeah, definitely so we, play, co-op. play co-op. It's very fun co-op. And if you're saying that, it must be really good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've that is actually my go-to game to have people play with me when they come over. Oh. Like I played it with Jesse, but I've also played it with like my brother. I've also played it with uh, with Cell. Oh yeah, yeah, that's come right. I remember. Yeah. Um, and I thought I'd played it with you, but I, apparently we hadn't. No, I don't. But yeah, but there was there was four of us, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were busy playing a single player text game. <laughs> oh my god that's true well we played kirby star allies too oh yeah we actually did play that that was four people yeah anyway yeah river city girls is great way forward's doing great job uh, doing a great job with it shout outs to adam tierney and ban ban rudis ban rudis who once actually came into my stream while i was playing and was like and was like hey is this game any good and i was like yeah i really like it and he was like cool i made it Now I was like, that's that's a hell of a flex. Good shit. That would have been hilarious if you're like, God, I hate it. And he's like, cool, I made it, because then you would have then you would have felt real weird. <laughs> yeah. It would have been awkward. Luckily it's very good. So <laughs> But yeah, co-op is fun because you get like juggle combos. It's very friendly to oh, like Oh, no way. It's yeah, it's very friendly to the idea of like, you know, you can knock someone across the screen into your partner's dropkick. Is it is it is it does it feel sort of um like easy to do it doesn't like have like there's not like a ridiculous setup to make it work no yeah it's it definitely feels like they intend for you to do it oh cool that's the worst you know what i mean where where yeah. it's like hey this is a thing that can happen but good luck actually but doing very it rarely yeah like no it'll happen a lot of the times just accidentally oh cool because there's a lot of moves that you'll do that will just like blow people across the screen <laughs> Where like yeah. if your if your co-op partner is just doing an attack on the other side of the screen, it will just hit that. Oh, that's cool. And uh and it doesn't really set like there's not a whole lot of like iframes when you're knocking out an enemy, so like you can just knock them into whatever. There's several moves that are specifically designated to be like a pop-up, like a launcher. Oh. So that you can go up and do air combos or you have lots of time to actually react to like continue to juggle them. Oh, that's cool. So like the combo system is like, I wouldn't say it's easy, but like you get, you unlock moves as you go that give you more options and more fun stuff to do. Right. And towards the end, you know, you get into this whole thing where you're doing like, you do your kick combo into launcher, into drop kick, into like bounce off the wall, into aerial grab power bomb. And it's just, it's, it feels good. <laughs> play River City Girls. That sounds awesome. Play River City Girls, play River City Girls Zero, play River City Girls Two. They're all good. Yeah, I, I, I approve this message. Well, I can only approve of one of these messages, but I imagine I'll approve the other ones when I play them. Yeah. Let me know when you do, because like I don't think it'll be a, I don't think it'll be a podcast, but I want to know when you actually play it. It's also hilarious. It, oh yeah, the, so they they keep that kind of writing. Oh yeah, it's 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 I like I don't want to spoil any of the any of the bits, but like it is it is very funny. Okay, cool. 
it is it is very sarcastic very uh very meta tongue in cheek kind of like the the girls are the girls are idiots <laughs> like they're really dumb but they're dumb in a really endearing way <laughs> yeah that's awesome i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah i think that's i think we're, i think, I think we ended it. the podcast i think it's we did we ended the podcast have a have a great week folks okay bye everybody